The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Oh my god, that's so retrograde. That is so retrograde. Holy hell, we're I'm, here. We're here. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hi, Elizabeth Cott. I like the way you pronounce. it. said that weird. That. I, don't know what's, I don't your know what, name. I don't know how to do it. I'm Stephanie Simbari. Just trying to erase the Michigan from, from the ot. <laughs> that's literally never going to happen. I know, but I'm trying. How would you pronounce your last name in Michigan? I'm Elizabeth Cat. <laughs> like, yeah, like something like cat, like mom. Yeah. You know, the mom. Like the mom from Bobby's World? No, that's more Wisconsin. Hi to all of our Midwestern <laughs> listeners. We love thing. you. Same exact accent. When I first moved here, my boss told me that I sounded like Sarah Palin. Oh, that's offensive. So I've been trying to go for a non-regional dialect ever since then. Right, because Sarah Palin was kind of like a thing when we were first here. Yeah. Well, wow. the, the Tina Fey adaptation right. was. Right, right, I, right. Funny story, I actually... I used to work in celebrity gifting suites. I don't know if anyone knows that that was my first job. You do, obviously. Yeah. Because I have a ton of anecdotes. Yeah. But I, so I did the Emmys gifting suite, which it's when they give nominees free stuff. Okay. This predated Instagram. So this was like a different, it was a different time. Instagram doesn't, hasn't always existed. (laughs) Right. Okay. So to get products to celebrities, there would be these like gifting suite parties. So I walked Tina Fey around the Emmys gifting suite the year she was nominated. The day after she had done that SNL Tina Fey skit. Wow. You mean Sarah Palin? Well, yeah, she did, it was, what did I say? Tina Fey skit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tina Fey did the Sarah Palin skit. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, a, real, diff- a different time. It's a real time. Forrest Gump over here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just witnessing important moments in history all the time. Yeah, so true. So what's going on with you? I played Sarah Palin in a sketch comedy reboot of um, Lady Gaga and Beyonce Telephone. Okay. And I was the Sarah Palin. And what did that entail? It was like... My friend was the, like, it was, he was, like, the Gaga, and I was the Beyonce, and Gaga Mm -hmm. was, um, like, a politician, like, a man, and Beyonce was the, like, was Sarah Palin. So it was, like, a... Topical. I'll have to find that online. It's probably very <laughs> deep and it's probably so embarrassing. But I'd like a link but to I that. But ra- I rapped in Sarah Palin accent. Oh, that's when I used to do characters. Right before I stopped um, doing that. Before you just fully leaned into your own character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I used to. I was thinking about the answer. I'm like, I should still do characters, and I'm like, no, I'm a lot. I got. I've got enough to worry about. Just streamline it. Yeah, Jesus Christ, <laughs> all of them wrapped into one. We've got a fun show today. I'm so excited. So we've talked a many times about this incredible psychic medium experience you and I both had separately Nikki Novo who is specializes in relationships and dating she kind of leans into that pillar when it comes to her mediumship yeah and she's in town from Miami and joining us a bit later she has a connection to Elizabeth through her boyfriend actually weirdly right well I think that it's more so like it's a small community but that's in like, the Miami world so we figured that, that out afterwards yeah but that is a connection fact. yeah an unlikely and very niche connection a niche connection are you a niche person or are you a niche person I'm a niche gal myself because niche isn't really how you say it exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah I'm really excited for this it's fascinating work that she's doing I think that we all you know when we go to psychics or readers we're looking for generally advice on two things love and career and sometimes the messages get muddled or you know people aren't leaning into one aspect and it's just really cool that she's kind of found her corner of the of the mediumship exactly and um as we've both talked about she's given us both very interesting and prophetic Reads. And I feel also it's important just as like a broader strokes conversation of, you know, in dating, in relationships, we always want to infuse meaning into it, especially if we're all on this more mindful path and and doing that. But with with a nuanced approach and we really get into that. So that's something to look forward to later. Yeah. I mean, my my rose and thorn of the show 
in is, general is dating. Okay. <laughs> in general. Well, we can get into that, but I do need to say. Yeah. There's a new roses and thorns hot debate. Okay, so since we've since we've um, confronted Andy Cohen, the drama of roses and thorns continues to roll in. Tell but, us about but Elizabeth. this time it's in the placement of the roses and thorns. Yes. So for years we've capped off the show with Roses and Thorns post-interview. Mm-hmm. And we thought, why not switch it up? Why not just like keep keep everyone on their toes? Yeah. Let's throw it at the top. Yeah. Apparently, people, our beloved listeners yeah. aren't vibing so much on that. I like it. I, we aren't vibing together on it. No, I, I explained to you why I like it at the end. Yeah. Which just being like in traditional um, programming format. It's always fun to like cap it off with something like a little like dessert at sure. the end, a bouquet of roses. Who doesn't like roses at the end of a date? Right, right. That's never, a thing, right? I've never had that. Never I've never to had me, that. But sounds but cool. Sounds nice, right? <laughs> yeah. um, so, so I see that, but I also think it's like really fun to switch it up. Yeah. Hey, maybe what if we just interrupted the interview and did roses and thorns one time? How would you feel about that? Who knows? Yeah. We can do whatever <laughs> we, we can want. We do whatever we want. <laughs> that being said, though, yeah, I do want to give love to our Roses and Thorns sponsor today. Because until further notice, we're going to be doing it at the top of the show. Okay, cool. Um, so we've got Sagely Naturals. Sagely Naturals coming through. As you guys know, we are a pro CBD show. We've done many episodes trying to like pull back the onion of the information wormhole that is CBD, and we're constantly on the search and in discovery mode of great brands that are walking the walk and talking the talk. So Sagely Naturals is a collection of hemp-derived CBD-infused products that support whole self-wellness. Now, if you go to the website, you will see that they present the question, how can I support your well-being today? And then it presents a variety of options of what exactly is going on. I'm stressed, I'm, I'm uncomfortable, I have tension, I need relief, I worked out too hard. And then you click through and they recommend one of their collections to you. And they have multiple different collections for the variety of things that you might go to CBD for. So they really streamline it and make it easy for you. And the scents are delicious. They are really good. Which I'm a very sensitive. I'm sensitive. Sensitive. Get it? Um, So that's a big thing for me. And I will say in my um, brand exploration of Sagely Naturals, I'm going to go ahead and say the roll-ons are the hero product I love the relief and recovery roll-on. I have it in my car and when I'm like in traffic and feel like I might just lose my mind, I just dab a little like under my ear, on my temples and on my inner wrists and I take a deep breath and it's like an immediate relaxed moment. It's great. And you know what? I I used it on my period cramps. It's, so I did it, not know what you were about it, to say. They suggest it for headaches. <laughs> okay. I used it on my period. Yeah. No, okay. I used it on my period cramps, so I just like rubbed some on my belly, and it was instantly relieving. And also their dream well roll-on, using it before bed. I mentioned last time I gave it to my mom. I loved it. She loved it. It's good stuff. I love that. So if you We guys, all love it. Yeah, if you guys are, are feeling like you want to go deeper into your CBD exploration, allow us to direct you to sagelynaturals.com. That's S-A-G-E-L-Y naturals.com slash retrograde, and you will get 20% off your first order. Wow. So uh, let us know how you like it. Sagelynaturals.com slash retrograde. I would like try one product from each collection is my kind of Ooh, suggestion on that's that. That's a good one. It's Thanks a good seduce. so much, Sagely. You are a new rose for us. Okay, so roses and thorns. Let us know. We actually like truly we we do this show for ourselves, but also not we're not just entirely self serving. So if it really bothers you at the top, we want to know. Yeah, we're curious. Yeah, we. I don't know if we're going to do anything about it, but we just we'd like further feedback. It's funny because initially I was very resistant to changing it because yeah. I liked the way things were. And then once we did change it, I was like, oh, I like that. So Such is life, kid. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So what do you have in the realm of roses? What do you have? Let's start with worse for first, thorns. Okay. I feel like we haven't done thorns in a minute because we're just such positive people. So Yeah, that's so true. My thorn <laughs> is my current state of affairs. Okay. Um, my this fucking mid this summer cold that I have I don't know if it's allergies I don't know. LA weather 
I mean, this is so cliche to talk about, but like it was very bipolar this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was like beautiful and hot, and then it was like 40 degrees and raining. Yeah. And my body just like didn't respond well to that. And so now I have like a weird situation yeah. going on. It's like very annoying. I feel like I'm doing all this like muscle testing and all this stuff and taking care of my body so much. So, like when I get, if I get off balance, I'm like, how is this even fucking possible? Mm-hmm. Um, I did drink a lot of tequila. Okay, so this is really, I think, where it stemmed from. Okay, this is the stem of the thorn? Yeah. Okay. So I was invited to a party by a guy that I had a really big crush on earlier in the year and last year, and I like literally thought I was going to marry him. Okay. He rejected me, told me that uh, he couldn't be my boyfriend because I deserved better than him. Right. We, we talked about this with my dad, I believe. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You guys remember. You remember. Anyways, we've like still sort of been in touch a little bit because like we'll text because we both love Lizzo and we'll just like have who funny little... The great, the great unifier. See, he's the person who really turned me on to her too. So it's like upsetting because I just like love her. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, as we'll get into later, sometimes... Yeah. They need to just, they're there for another reason. 100%. And that reason was probably the Lizzo introduction. I mean, it's ironic that he introduced me to Lizzo and then I used her album to work through my feelings about him. So there's that. Totally. Um, but, anyways, I went to this party and I was really, I was really drunk. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I, first of all, when I first saw him, I didn't recognize him, which is like, I don't know if I was drunk or I've just like grown out of my attraction to him, but it was a real wake up call of like when you attach your projections onto someone that you don't really know that well, how when you do get clarity on yourself, you maybe literally won't recognize that person. Mm. Like that was very, it was literally that, but I think that we all kind of experience it on different levels, whether it's a physical recognition or just like an emotional connection. It's like, I just went back and got right with myself. And then when I re-met with him, I just was like, oh, whoa, what the fuck? Like you not wanting to be with me was actually like a gift because I don't like you. <laughs> and it was upsetting a little bit. And I was, I think I was kind of rude. Like I went to V's honey yesterday and she was at the party too and she's like weren't you a little rude to him and I'm like I'm scorched earth like I'm just like scorched earth it means like I don't need to pretend like I want to continue to be your friend or like make it seem like I'm okay when like no like I'm burning this bridge Mm. like I don't I don't know I just he was like we should hang out I'm like we should hang out no I'm never gonna see you again and Mm. he's like I'm never gonna see you again I'm like I don't think so why would we? And then did you do that hair flip that you just did? Yeah. <laughs> and then I just fucking marched out of there like a... Sauntered out of there. Drunk ass bitch. So I don't know. I guess that's a rose just in like the realization and getting that gift of the yeah. lesson. But it's hard, I think, when you're in the moment and you're dating someone and you you really... It's hard not to project what you want because you just want what you want. I'm just sort of trying to like work through being present but also like having desire. It's yeah. a challenge. It's and it's not, and I, w- I wish that we could learn lessons and then immediately like apply them to the next thing. It's just like fold over, like right. oh mirror, look, I learned that. Now I'm acting in my highest self in this next situation. I'm not. I feel like just that's cool though to just know that it is cool and be aware of that. Like, I, that's yeah. all we can ever ask for. Yeah, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. I think I need to get off this high horse of like, I need you to pursue me and all that stuff. It's just not, I don't mm. think it's really like serving me either. Interesting. Yeah, I've got a lot of thoughts on dating right now and um, all of it is just making me want to like hide in a dark room. Oh my God, I feel like your situation with dating is my situation with eczema. <laughs> it's yeah. like literally the same thing. Except for your eczema is pursuing you so hard. <laughs> will not quit. I yeah. like can't quit the eczema. I wish someone would text me as hard as your eczema <laughs> is texting you. My eczema is such a thirsty bitch. <laughs> yeah. I can't handle it. Fuck. Um, well, I... I'm sorry you had to experience that, that, but it also sounds like a breakthrough of some sorts, and I love a breakthrough. It was a breakthrough, but, like, it's not helping me really. Right. Like, I met someone last week that I was like, I like you, and now I'm just, like, I'm not, I'm, like, I don't know, scared to like someone because I'm like, what if I'm not seeing things correctly? I just, mm. it's just all fucked up. I feel like you need to, you need this combo that we're about to have with Nikki. It'll I wish I could have round. the combo again, again right now and not last week. <laughs> I do wanted to say, you, you mentioned your head cold. Yeah. And I wanted to shout out this 
um, item that I've been using for years and years that I think you can even just get it like Rite Aid or something. It's called Umka. It's by Nature's Way. Okay. U-M-C-K-A. Oh, and I know it comes stuff. in like a tablet or I use like the tincture and I kind of keep it with me whenever I feel like I'm getting sick. It's a game changer. Okay, cool. It just shortens the duration of whatever cold you're feeling. Yeah, so, I don't know that I'm sick. I, I think it might be allergies. Yeah. But just I just felt the need. I felt the call to share that Thank little you. thing. Umka. You just wanted to say umka. I just wanted to say umka. Yeah. Um, okay, so quickly, my thorn is... Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Is it your eczema? Yeah, it's been really bad. I'm it's been so really sorry. bad and really uncomfortable, and I've literally been just in tears about it because it just... Not about how it looks, but how it just... I'm just constantly... So uncomfortable, but, but you went to a new doctor. Went to a new doctor. I have like three doctor's appointments, so okay. we're like, and blood work's being done. Like it's in motion, so that's that. So I love the proactivity. Yeah, so that's all we all we can ask for. Rose, yeah, do, 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 do. I'm moving. Yay! It's so exciting, and I just wanted to. Okay, so when I talked about when I moved the last time, I used this company. I got a lot of questions about it. It's called Shed, and I be, it's HelloShed.com, I believe, and um, they're in Canada and in California. So, okay. but I feel like there's there's another similar offering called Clutter that does the same thing, and what they did is they came packed up and picked up all my things and um, put them in storage and now are going to be able to deliver them to the next place. So That's incredible. They, like I basically got storage and movers for the price of one, which is genius. Wow. And then I found another situation because I was like, we're, we're past using paper boxes. Like, come on, we, we just can't. We're not on that tip anymore. Yeah. So I found this company called Rent a Moving Box, mm -hmm. and they just came today and delivered. They're so cute. They're twelve pink. crates, and so they come and they deliver them with a little dolly, and then they'll pick them up from the second location. That's amazing. So I'm just trying to like be a mindful mover Love. if that's a thing. Yeah. And then another thing that I've been doing with all my stuff in storage that I wanted to share was throughout these months that I've pretty much been away from all of my clothes and all of my things as I like if let's say there's a pair of shoes or something I'm like oh I wish I had those like I've been keeping a little list in my notes on my phone so that that way I can really decipher the things I want to keep and what I want to give away wow you're like so that's coming up on a whole new organizational thing so I'm just trying trying stuff and like I've got this new space it's like new possibilities let's go in with like not bogged down by the, by our junk, both energetically and physical. That's great. And so I will say I'll be updating my Poshmark store pretty soon. Wow. With so much goodness. I love that. Yeah. Those are really so that's hot my, tips. That's my, those are my hot moving Those are like tips. really good takeaways. Thanks. I'm going to re-listen to this the next time I have to move. Thanks. Rent-a-crate is huge. Yeah. Well, that, so it was kind of hard for me to find ones in LA. Like there's a lot on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, so if you just you just just That's interesting, yeah, it was interesting. I was it was surprising. And then U-Haul, you can rent them from U-Haul, but they're like so hard to get. So I couldn't only find like three at a time. Okay. And I called them, and the woman on the phone said that they've been very popular lately, and Good. they usually don't have them in stock. But that made me really happy with like the whole like you know save the planet save the planet stuff. Yeah, you know how it goes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I have one recommendation. I remember. Please. Guys, if you're not watching or haven't watched the first season of She's Gotta Have It on Netflix, watch it because the second season just dropped and it's a masterpiece. I can't wait. I really, I've never even seen the movie, so I need to see the movie first. No, no, you don't. I don't? They're not oh. really related. Oh. I mean, they are, but like it's a whole new like reimagined right. version and it's updated for now, so you don't need to watch the movie. I just kind of felt like start from the origin story and watch it evolve sure you don't have to okay. though. if you don't have like an extra two and a half hours right and on top of 16 episodes of television yeah you don't have to okay yeah good to know it's so good it's beautiful can't wait and i just love that like an accomp like only someone that is so accomplished and so well respected can like take chances with form in the way that spike lee is doing right and it's just such a joy i love a spike lee joint yeah it's really good Shall we kick it to the interview? Nikki Novo, guys. And uh, stick around after. We have some announcements. Oh. So once in a while, Stephanie and I will have an experience through... An encounter. Through the show that kind of... 
knocks our socks off. Mm-hmm. And today, which we've talked about many times, we've got Nikki Novo here. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Myself and Stephanie both had individual readings with you, and they were highly informative, highly spot on, and we were just like, we need to have you in studio next time you're in L.A., and here you are. Mostly so just to you. force you to read us in person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask you guys. You guys have to give me permission, but I assume you already did, so I was like, because I, I was interviewing somebody yesterday and they, they didn't give me permission I'm like I can't read you right well you can read us welcome first of all why don't you tell our listeners what you do and we'll start there sure so I am an intuitive and medium but I focus mainly in dating I do a little bit of everything but my um, focus is on dating because I feel it's like it's like the lost the lost world of the spiritual world mm. so those are my people I also feel like it's a thing that most people really want to know about yes like Every time I've ever gotten an individual reading or been in like a group where we're all getting readings, like whatever comes up is cool, but everyone's always like, yeah, but okay, but am I going to like fall in love? Like it's the one thing that people are just. Yeah, it's an anxious time. It's yeah. like because this other person that comes into your life like really affects your future. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can plan on everything else. You know, you can be like, oh, I have an idea where my career is going. I have an idea of like where I'm going to live. But like this magical person comes in and can like really throw things off. So. It's like, it's natural to want to know where that's going. How did you make that your focus? How did you decide that? I really loved dating. Like I loved that that time. I became like a psychic connoisseur when I was dating, right? Because like I would like go to a bunch of different people. But also like my work started there. I had, um, I was dating this guy that I really thought that, you know, that I was going to marry. And I, I like was falling in love with this person. And he really encouraged me to start writing. And um, he started this blog for me. And then two weeks later, he just dumped me. Huh? And I know. And he was like, like, let me give her a creative outlet because I'm about to be gone. <laughs> and like, and he would tell me, like, it was so great. And he was, like, really pumping me up. And then, like, you know, and then he, like, left me with this blog, which this was in 2008. And I didn't even know, like, what that was. And it kind of felt like you're dating somebody who, like, leaves you with a dog that, like, you don't even want, you know? So I was like, whatever. I'm going to keep this blog. I'm going to go on a bunch of dates. And I'm just going to write about them. And then, like, maybe he'll, like, want me back because he'll be, like, look at her. Like, she's living her best life. That did not happen. (laughs) (laughs) He did not want to get back. But that was, like, the beginning. I mean, at the time, I was already an editor. And then, like, this was kind of, like, my creative outlet. And that was the beginning of realizing that, like, dating is actually – it is a journey. Like, it is, like, a personal – you really have to get to this place of, like, loving yourself and feeling worthy enough to – to attract that person I wasn't there so I was I was writing it about it and people just because I was writing about it like assumed that maybe I knew what I was doing and at the same time that's when I I was like getting really into like spiritual stuff like just um energy work I got into like hypnosis I was just interested in it doing that like at night while I was like an editor at the time I was at Daily Candy I don't know if you guys remember yes, that I think you and I emailed yes. back then yeah so like at the time yeah, and at my Daily, former PR life yeah and like Daily Candy it's so funny I know. And I like can see your your name in like my inbox my inbox. <laughs> so like and Daily Candy was like all about finding like what was cool and like under the radar and things like that. So I took advantage and I would just anything that I thought was like really weird and woo woo, I started doing and then I just got into it and then I realized that this thing that I've always had, like I have and I just like learned right. how to use it. Like I just got trained in it. I hear that and I think but that feels like a big jump from daily candy editor to like highly highly tuned in gifted medium which you are so talk to us a little bit about fine-tuning that skill and how how did it first reveal itself and then Mm. how were you able to really sharpen it Elizabeth's asking for a friend (laughs) (laughs) I will show you the way (laughs) Uh, well I mean god it's been you know it's been over 10 years so I know I look young, but you know <laughs> you do. It's been it's been a while. So definitely that. Um, I honestly feel the. I, I guess one of the things was like I was never afraid to like play on people, and I was basically like reading people a couple times a week, mm-hmm. and that to me like that was really like where it got very strong was the muscle. Definitely like it was innate in me. I guess I didn't know, but like as a kid, I definitely felt like dead people around me. But I thought everybody was. I grew up. I'm Cuban, so like you kind of grow up you know, it's okay to talk to your dead grandparents and that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, like, I just thought everybody was doing, but I didn't realize. But when I, what happened is that, like, if I would sit with somebody and once, like, I, op- I opened up, like, that portal, the idea of, like, once I got my first training, which was this thing called theta healing, it's just like a, it's just. Oh, I did that. Yeah. It's it's all right. But, yeah. like, I, it, I didn't, t- I did it in 2000. 2000- yeah, it had, like, it had like a time. 
and I don't remember understanding what I was doing. What is yeah. it? You like go into a different state of mind and like travel on like the astral plane or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I'm very yeah, unclear. It's, it's like super. It was like it's super out there. So I think yeah. it was like a little hard. Um, so it's basically it's kind of like hypnosis, but like a spiritual version of, of hypnosis. Like they're trying to get you to the theta brainwave, yeah, which is like basically the place where we can change our thoughts, patterns, and stuff like that. But then it's supposed to be like magic, like it's supposed to be like, and now you're 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 cured. Yeah. So like that's mm-hmm. where it was like hard to kind of wrap not my mind. daily candy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but also because that's not really possible. No. I think in general in life, like if there was any sort of like magical spiritual elixir to our struggle of being human, we'd probably die. And I mean, I think, (laughs) I mean like not to be like taking it there, but like that's going to be your journey forever. You can't just like, some things can like be fake, but then there's just always going to be another layer or a different corner or something. Of course. And I, I think that's also like, I mean, that's the conversation about manifestation, right? Like people think like, oh, I should be able to like manifest or turn a button and do that, mm-hmm. you know, right away. And the the truth is that like, you know, like that stuff, like we're in a physical body. I think, yes, if you go out of your body and you live in the astral planes, which is what you're talking about, like, yeah, things things happen really fast and you can make things happen. But we're, our body slows us down. Yeah. It's like, okay, I can manifest something outside and yes. then... But it might take me three years to get there in my body. Exactly. Like gravity and yeah. the sun and all that stuff. <laughs> and Earth. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. Earth. Are we yeah. there? Hello? LA exactly. traffic. Yeah. All that exactly. <laughs> Which it takes like, you at least 15 minutes to get there. <laughs> Which LA, LA clients are funny to me. I have a lot of them. But they tend to live outside of their bodies. Because I think even when I get here, I'm like, oh. Because there's... There's like a need to ground. Yeah. Like in certain, I think the consciousness here is a little bit more, which is which makes sense. The dream, the dreamers, like we need that, right? But manifesting happens when you like actually get into your body, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so all those changes, the, the the snap of the fingers, the theta, whatever, only happens when you like actually jump back in. So okay, we tangent. Sorry. No, that's we great. That's the best part. So I just started like really practicing on people. Like mm-hmm. that's definitely. Um, and I'm just like a nerd about it. So I've read like every single book. I like been to like every single training. I think I tr- I teach a lot of people how to do it. And I would find, I find my students doubting like they're, I, I guess I was never afraid to be like weird. And I like just believed what was showing up. And I, that mm. that was really where, like you just, you have to get to a point where like you're willing to look like an asshole. You know, like <laughs> mm. you have to be, yeah, because a lot of the times like you'll show up to a reading with me and I'm like, I'm just going off of like what I thought, you know, like, and I, you guys could have came and I could have just like really messed it up, but like, I just, I'm not afraid of being. But you didn't, you were really spot on. And some of the things that have, we talked about, this was like maybe what, two months ago. Yeah. Have like fully come into fruition. Oh, that's good. Which is really amazing to report, (laughs) to be honest. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like future stuff is always tricky because a lot of people obviously want to come in and they're like, when, you know, when am I meeting that person or whatever? And, you know, there's a lot of, I think if you go to somebody who's going to do a reading on you, I think it's important to, like, they're legit if they tell you that there's several paths because there are always several paths for us. There's several possibilities. Mm. And like, I really try to, and then there's some things that you're so close to it that you've already like created the path. So you're good. Mm. You know, um, so like, but for the most part, if somebody's like kind of trying to come in and look five years from now, they're probably they're they're they should be able to see three, you know, two to three paths. And if they're just telling you like, oh, this is it, you kind of have to you like want to question it a little bit if it's something that's farther, farther away from us. Well, to be honest, like I had my reservations about having um, a, a reading regarding dating at all initially because. In the past, however many years I've been single, many. Um, <laughs> Get attached. Not even that, yes, but also I have been told so many things over the years, specifically about like what this person will be like and what they'll be doing and all these different kinds of things that it creates a narrative for me that I felt like was separating me from being present. Of course. In the experience. And, and yeah, I guess the attachment of saying, like, well, that's supposed to happen. And, like, some right. of these things were four or five years ago. Exactly. And, and like, it's upsetting. And so I, I find it more comforting just to surrender and be like, I don't know. Right. Than trying to know and be disappointed. 
A hundred percent. And I think, and like, that's where it gets really tricky. And, and I've, I've had people come to me and they'll be like, they just want to know. And, I'll, right. I, and I, I will be like, I, I'll give them, I've, ha- I've given people back their money because it's just not how it works. And if you go to anybody that like tells it to you like that, it's, I, I just feel like it's taking away your intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's really damaging. So if you're going to do some sort of reading, I would say that the best thing is really to help you first of all to make sure that you're not going and manipulating the reader because you can do that Ooh, like you do that? you can like change your energy and kind of kind of and you did a little about that in the beginning like you wanted to kind of project what what you wanted me to tell you okay and we do that i mean we do that all like think about when you're trying to ask your friend for advice like you you want them to you're tell framing you framing it yeah. yeah yeah so so energetically we we can do that as well so making sure that you kind of show up to the reading and you're like you know what i'm open to like whatever the messages are like whatever I'm being right. asked to like receive. So making sure that you're not kind of manipulating it. And then second, like using it as a way to help you like decide, you know, maybe what paths are best for you. And, and even just to see if like you've been planting the seeds for what you really want. Cause you may be like, no, I've been trying to date and somebody may read you and be like, no, you're like so far from that. Like right. you have not been doing, these are the things that you kind of need to do to, to get there. right. Cause we are always creating our own paths, but to go in there and just be like, well, this lady told me I was like going to meet the love of my life in October, so I'm just going to sit here until October. Like, it doesn't yeah, work like that. Doesn't work like that. And that also creates so much anxiety because then October comes around and you're like, everyone yes. you see, you're like, is that it? Is that it? it's like yes. a, it can make you fucking crazy. Yeah, and I think it's also like irresponsible. Like I, I will, I will, and and it's funny because a lot of like guides, like so I'm reading energy, but I'm also channeling like any sort of spirit guide or something, or if you have a past loved one, past loved ones don't give the best information because they're still. They're not as evolved as, mm-hmm. like, a spirit guide. So, like, that's typically, like, where you want to come from. But the spirit guide will also, like, keep you from information. And it'll be like, no, she doesn't need to know that. Like, we're not we're not sharing that. Really? Yeah. And you kind of – I also, like, try to be responsible. Like, I can tell if the person can't handle the information and I will keep it from them. What do right. spirit guides look like? <laughs> <laughs> they all look different. And they usually, like, look like they, like, live in period pieces. Okay. Because they, like, they, they dress up for, like, the part. Wait, so, what do our spirit guides look like? I don't know. You have, like, a... And I think I saw this when we reread, but you have like kind of like a you have one from the underworld, which is more leprechaun y. Ted, what? <laughs> no, but the underworld is great. We either go up when you when like as a shaman or when you're reading, you either go up um, or you go down. And down is not like hell, it's more like avatar ish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's where like the fairies and the <laughs> freaking out. I have a leprechaun on my guy. Holy shit. <laughs> Got to me getting a leprechaun tattoo. <laughs> Don't you already have one? No. <laughs> I just call them leprechauns. They look little, oh, and they're, they're kind of, and they're like kind of. I have a, I have a leprechaun. Are they your guys? Yeah, they're like tiny and mischievous. <laughs> exactly, but they're not dressed like leprechauns. Like they, they're more like. Um, Do they have funny ears? This Do yours, yours says like if you want me to wear a funny, a funny, a funny ears. So it's funny that you say that. So you guys remember that game growing up, the Guess Who? Yeah, yeah. be like, are oh, you wearing love. a hat or yeah. whatever? So it's kind of like if you're trying to channel your spirit guide, like that's kind of what you do. You like at first you're like, okay, like if you feel something show up, you kind of you want to ask like what's with you, you know? So mm-hmm. if you're feeling like I don't know, I feel like something's with me, so you can say like you know, are you male or you're female? Obviously they're anything, but they'll show because they want to show up in human form like for you. So you can ask things like, are you male or are you female like are you uh you know like are you wearing a dress like what's your clothes Did you do it in the kitchen with a candlestick <laughs> oh that's clue that's, that's a different game <laughs> different marvel brothers but i knew so, I was <laughs> so like that but those are kind of like that's how you start to see them more and more and they usually like show up in like i would say like um like costumes wow that's so funny but yours, we'll talk. We'll talk about yours. Yours is just more like I wouldn't even say they're leprechaun. Stephanie, sorry, Stephanie okay. is um, more like just adventurous. Okay, that makes and then sense. we have several of them. Sorry, I can't look at you right now because I'm trying to pick it up. But we we have several of them too, and they come in for like different times of our of our lives. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, yours is funny. It's a guy. And it's that kinda, makes sense. Kind of like Cupid, but like. But like always shooting at the wrong thing because <laughs> yes. I feel like that's the vibe over here. <laughs> the vibe over here is a little mixed up. How has been your dating? Well, um, how's that going? It's funny because it hasn't really physically changed except for. But you're feeling different. Someone fell off, which okay. is like good. Yes. 
but I feel totally different. That's great. I feel like something that you said really shifted where you were like, you don't realize what you're blocking with like, cause you like, you said something about, I wasn't aware of how I was blocking myself. It was like a false idea that I had. Mm -hmm. I can't put it into the words that you said it right now, but that like hit me really hard. It was like such a read and so real and something that I think that friends probably have picked up on, but maybe can't say it or wouldn't say it in that way and or I wouldn't be able to hear it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, something about me thinking that it wasn't possible or something mm -hmm. and that being like this subtle subconscious block. Mm -hmm. And I totally like really sat with that. And now I feel, I also think like whatever happened with the planets shifted. Mm -hmm. I just feel totally different. And then like someone offered to set me up with someone he never came through. I'm like waiting on that matchmaking thing mm -hmm. to happen. But like, again, like I'm just feeling very calm whereas before I felt really sad okay oh that's good if that makes sense yeah no that's amazing because going like using the word manifesting because I think people get that that's where like it starts like typically we're like okay like I'm ready for a change and we want to see like our external change happen but really that's the first step like feeling different like you're yeah. you're, you're shifting if you're already feeling different yeah that's great yeah but I am still like so you're just gonna do it different this time where like uh, I would love something to just like, r like f fortify me in the physical, but it's also like, okay. Well, it looks like you're trying to figure out like the how, like how is this going to work? How is this going to happen? Right. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, but I don't. There's no way to know that. Yeah. No. And also, you're like getting. It seems like you're getting logical about. You're kind of not being negative about it, but almost like, well, if if a person's in a matchmaking service, like, are they losers? Like, so if I'm going to meet somebody, is he like a loser? Like that. Like almost like you're kind of. Of course, I have like a running cunty New York narrative in my head. <laughs> I mean, that's of my full personality. There's no, there's no, there's no past other that. voice in my yeah. head besides a cunty New Yorker. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And then you said something about like looking out for a suit, and I'm like, what kind of suit? No, yeah. You see, that's see, why that's that, those thing. things like you have to kind of be responsible. But I liked that because it was still vague enough to where I could be like up open for interpretation. Well, I think to me, what I what I meant by that was. You're typically going to kind of like look for, we, you're looking for like a certain packaging, like right. like this outside package and maybe they're like, you're thinking like, let's just give an example. I can use the example of my husband. Like I, at the time I was an editor and I was like, oh, I'm only going to date like creatives, but that wasn't working out for me. Like I was, I would date like musicians and they were, you know, they were musicians. <laughs> and then, so like in my head. I, <laughs> and what's wrong with that? <laughs> you know. Uh, every musician I've ever dated has worked out really well for me. <laughs> yeah, totally. A hundred percent. I'm sure there's a song written about you somewhere. <laughs> there definitely is. <laughs> so like, but in my head, I was like, I can't imagine myself being with somebody who's not creative like that's right. important to me that at least has like that vibe to them so but then I was trying to control what that looks like mm -hmm. like who's to say that a person you know in a suit isn't isn't creative you totally know I mean? and that's really what that like coming back to and my husband like showed up his exterior was like really weird to me and I would say that he's much more he's more creative than I am right right and I if if I would have just gone off of like what I thought the mm -hmm. judgment I would have never even given him a chance right but I had already done that work so for me the suit con the suit idea is like don't judge a book by its cover totally type of situation totally you know what I, I mean? like that yeah that like the person may look straight like seem straight yeah but to kind of you know which is which is tricky because then also then we get into a place of like trying to give everybody a chance right I know, and that's that's dicey, I think, mm -hmm. with dating is, like, I've done that before where I've gone against what I know to be true in my heart, even just from first meeting, just like, oh, I should give people a chance. And then I've ended up in bad situations because right. I'm like, I knew from the jump that that wasn't right. Yes. So it, yeah. there is, like, a very tricky little line between, like, what you're saying, which is the judgment and the knowing. What's your stance on the going you know sport dating she told me to do that okay yeah well stephanie just has to like get used because she is so um kind of against it but i think it's also like a worthiness like you deserve to be courted right like you deserve to be so kind of putting yourself in that situation to like be more comfortable receiving it yeah like receiving a proper date yeah do you know what i mean well it's i that's where i see the main shift mm -hmm. of should we not be talking about this? Is nobody care or is everyone following along? Because I've been talking about this for four months. Oh, we're all following okay, along. Okay, cool. Honey. So I know everybody like is interested in. This. I know everyone's invited to my future wedding. <laughs> but so Which I will officiate. The, oh my god, yes, <laughs> that's the one thing that I noticed. Even like going back and examining like a couple of situations that I had have had over the last like six months, going back into our text exchanges and really like 
not only examining in my mind, but in the physical and really being like, okay, this thing came into my life. Yeah, I kept running into this person, whatever. But also then when we actually started hooking up, it was always me being like that and then I started putting it there yeah and started thinking about other times that I've done that and really realizing that I do I've done that a lot and I don't want to do that right and that's why my friend tried to hook me up with this other guy and at first he like came in really hot and then like went away and my you know my patterning is to be like I'm still available Nick Vile from The Bachelor dead no that was an attempt talk about suit (laughs) wait 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 you were introduced to him yeah, I was put on a text chain with him, no. and he but isn't he like notorious? never responded. And then LOL told our friend that the reason why he didn't want to go on it. First of all, he said setups make me nervous. Like, dude, you went on The Bachelor seventeen times. So, L-O-L. do you mean Stop setups it. make you nervous if there's not a camera following you? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Can we clarify? And then I even sidebarred him because she told me that. So I was like, hey, I know it's like you know setups are funny, whatever, but. Let's do What's this. up? Yeah. No, nothing. Ghost. What a douche. But, that, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. But I he just wa- think it's a funny answer. But I was like, he wears a suit because <laughs> he's someone that I would never fucking say yes to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But So you want to like stretch that. To me, it's like, I would say it's it's kind of like don't. But he's hot you, and over six feet and has hand, big yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, but he's also like tried to be, uh, tried to find love like four. That's what times. my brother said. He's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you can't date someone who wants to be on TV yeah. looking for love. And I think that that's what it is. It's like the look on my face. I was like, I'm like so alone. Stop. I'll do anything. Wasn't he? On, sorry, I was just watching the the Bachelorette, like the preview, the pre, like the preview to like the actual new season. Yeah, and surprisingly, he, it's the only reality show I don't watch. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually don't watch reality <laughs> shows, but I watch this, of course, because like, yeah. I can't help. It's but, like football for girls. Yeah, I can't help, but like, and it, but it's sad. Like, I shouldn't be watching it, but I'm watching no, it. Have you have it? Enjoy it. But he is on. Like, he was there, and they were like, he was like notorious for like he was like making jokes about himself. Like, how? yeah. <laughs> Fully. He's the thing is I surrendered because I was like, he's hot, whatever. He also has but, an essential oil. Yes. Company. Yes. Stop, Look, yeah. there's good things about Nick, guys. Let's not write him off. I hope to God we're one day sorry, he Nick, comes on so retrograde and I at least get fingered we by him. We want to talk about your oils. <laughs> um, no, but not him. This other person and I my instinct was to be like, Hey, I'm still available and like I did it like one time and then right. he just was like, I'm traveling and basically like put a block and for the first time and of course, I don't know this person, so it was much easier. But it was a nice moment of practice and self-reflection to be like, I don't need to pursue you. No. I don't, first of all, fucking know you. And this is your job. Well, that's one of my, like, the things that I'm always trying to remind people. I think we get excited about somebody because they look hot or, like, whatever. He or is very hot. He looks like a Viking. Yeah. Or, like, also they come, like, highly recommended that they sound great on paper. So, of course, yep, you're like, check. okay, great. Like, you know, it's like getting excited about a, about a cool job. Right. But what happens Which is, Which, ironically, like, I would never get excited about a job unless my contract was well, signed. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you can take... I know that there's things that you do in work. Like, if you could just take what you do in work. Yeah. In love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... What happens is that we like, we forget that we're choosing. Right. Like, it's like, no, this person's not trying to interview you or choose you. Like, you're choosing them right. as well. And, like, you're waiting for them to kind of show you that they're worth it. And if right. they're not reaching out or whatever, then, like, right there, you're like, okay. Fine. You know, because you yourself are deciding if this person is worthy of you. Mm-hmm. And to come from that place. Yeah. Let's take a pause. Time out. T.O. I don't know what time of day everybody's listening to this, but uh, curious about your morning routine. Okay. Are we part of it? If not. Are you part of it or are you just (laughs) sluggishly asleep whilst awake in the morning? Because that's how I feel a lot of the time. Same. I need something easy and accessible that I don't have to think about to get me going in the morning. And we've often talked about the internal dilemma of our breakfast curiosity. Mm. And we've found... Many a solution along our journey, and I think the one that stands out most beautifully and economically and healthfully. Ooh, all those things are so appealing. That of our friends at Daily Harvest. Hi, Daily Harvest. Hi, you guys. How are you? We love you guys, and if you guys aren't familiar, there's two you guys in that sentence. We love you guys, Daily Harvest, and if you guys listeners aren't familiar, um, Daily Harvest is carefully sourced chef crafted smoothies savory bowls overnight oats and more whose 
ethos is built on whole fruits and vegetables. So here's the deal. They're like these frozen cups yeah. that come to your doorstep. Okay. You put them in your freezer. Okay. You then have them available at the ready for your breakfast, mealtime, anytime snacking needs. Okay. And this is where it's at. All you need to do for the smoothies is have like a little nut milk of choice or coconut water which i like to do exactly you can really go with whatever liquid tickles your fancy Mm. and then whatever liquid i mean i don't want to (laughs) put boundaries on the creativity of our listeners and then with the savory bowls you can use water but you can also use like a yummy broth true and that just like kicks it up a notch it's delicious it's convenient and it ends up being depending on so you can buy you know different amounts so it's anywhere from like around seven dollars under eight dollars that's amazing so you have a full meal it's healthy and it's available so So we love it yeah we love it it's so good you can choose from 50 different options including i didn't mention little latte and coffee offerings which are my personal favorite hello so go to daily-harvest.com enter promo code retrograde just choose everything you love and you will get three cups for free in your first box that's promo code retrograde for free three daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com might i suggest the ginger and green smoothie you might boom (laughs) I mean, I just have a dream. I don't know if it's a real dream or not, but it's like very much just like equal and normal. And there's, I don't, I think I have this thing where I think it's supposed to be hard Mm -hmm. or it always has been, or I'm always like trying to convince someone Mm -hmm. that they're, that it's worth it. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, I just literally feel in this moment in my life, like I, I just want to be like, cool, cool, great. Like I don't, I can't have struggle. I don't think like you have too many like I wouldn't put too many stories. I think it's just you're t- you're ready now. Right. It's Maybe like time. It's that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. The past was like on purpose, and now is like the time. So yeah. You're just trying to figure out how to do it. Right. Go back to being as sticky as I was in my 20s. Remember how sticky I was? <laughs> I do. What do you mean by sticky? Sticky is like when it's our word for like when a guy like won't leave you alone. Like literally everyone that I would sleep with was obsessed. Was with like me. tries to date, whereas like and wanted I, to marry. I was the opposite. There was like zero stickiness with anybody I ever no. wanted to yeah. actually hang out with. Yeah, it was so annoying. I was how like, how did you guys fall in love? Me and Steph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're your boyfriend me and my boyfriend I um, forced him on her okay it's actually a really funny story so Stephanie was dating his best friend okay. which was a person who I was sticky on you sticky as fuck I did not like him I did not remember him and he became immediately obsessed with me from meeting me no joke pursued me so fucking hard convinced me over like a course of like three weeks via like a lot of text messages that he was hot pursuit hot pursuit that he was worth hanging out and that he was actually very cool Wow. okay and then I got convinced hung out with him ended up liking him dating him and then he like fully like bamboozled me he like wasn't drinking when I met him and he was like a different person and then quickly revealed that he was like a raging bipolar alcoholic oh no but by that point it was like too far in and then of course yes. I was like I have save a host syndrome yeah, yeah, So yeah, I got yeah. stuck there for a second. But all's well that ends well because... That's the introduction. That's how they met. She, yeah. she sacrificed herself. Yeah, I literally exactly. did. And then I was miserable for five years. <laughs> um, yeah, we met. I was that. really rude to him when he first talked to me. Okay. He was so sweet and was just like, what are you passionate about? And no, I was like, <laughs> like, he's... He's shockingly kind. It's like uh, off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, like, I don't, I had a really long week. I don't really feel like talking. But if you want to talk. Literally, she said that. And then he walks away from her and goes over to me. And he's like, so I've never met anyone that hates me that much. <laughs> I was like, she's just like that. <laughs> it's just like, you know, having a, a Friday. I was just like not in the mood to talk about my passions. I thought that was like the dumbest thing to ask. <laughs> at the time which now I look I back on it question. I'm like that's so sweet and kind that's and what line. a lovely Literally, thing to say if anyone asked me that now I'd be like marry me today and then and then so that happened and then like a month later um we were all hanging out at their house their house yeah and I had a birthday party to go to in Hollywood it was like one of those ones that started at like 11 o'clock at mm. a bar and I was like Stephanie please come with me and 
she was like, no, I'm not going with you. Joey will go with you. And I was like, cool. No way. I was like, Joey, go with Elizabeth to that party. So he came with me, hey. and we were like dancing and laughing and laughing and dancing. It was like the best And then date. ended up kissing, and I swear to God, I saw fireworks like Aww. it, like fully. And we've been just kind of like dancing and laughing ever since. Well, I think it's just like, I'm going to vomit. So you still owe Stephanie back. I know, but she's I, literally. Sorry, he needs cooler friends. Never pushed one person on me. <laughs> but you know like I think that that's a reminder that like there's just so many we try to figure out the how mm-hmm. like how this is all going to work out yeah. and there's so many weird possibilities like the universe like arranges itself in the weirdest ways and that's what I, f- I do feel that where I'm like you just never know and it's funny because since we talked so many different people are like I want to say yeah with this person do you want to meet this guy do you know that guy you know and I'm just like oh it's like little tiny like seeds are being like planted yeah and that's like the best I could hope for yeah and that's honestly. that's where you are yeah and I think, like, just like you said, like, you just weren't, you just didn't care. Right. And that's probably why it, like, worked out. Because when you guys were hanging out, you weren't, like... But I was also at an interesting point in my life where I remember, like, gradually those, like, five months leading up to that, we, like, I was kind of shutting down things. Like, my my rules for myself were changing and I, like, wasn't hooking up with new people. Mm. I was still kind of had, like... People in the past who would come, who were like coming through, but I could feel something. It was like tangible. I was like something shifting within me. Mm. The energy around me was shifting. I was having more respect for myself and my body and just kind of my time and what I would stand for. It was like all of these new rules were happening, and it was almost like I was energetically being just more deliberate and in how I was approaching the world in general. And it was interesting, kind of the byproduct of that. Yeah, I mean that that's like that's what it is right like this is what I want and realizing that there's certain things that I need to do to stay in alignment it's and when it means like the things that I need to do doesn't mean like getting on an app marathon or go like like physically trying to make it work but it's things like that yeah and it's it's not like I I mean I think at the time in my head I was like I'm ready for something substantial I don't think I was like oh I'm gonna like meet the person who I'm gonna build my life with that I don't that was not in my head whatsoever Mm -hmm. but it's cool that something can start one way and then evolve into something much deeper and just much more yeah it just it's special doesn't it ever make you guys wonder like you guys are definitely like Married in a past life, something like Me that. And Me and Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like we shared a womb or something. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. we were like siblings in a past life. Yeah. Or what do our leprechauns and say? Then, and then, and then he, you don't have a leprechaun. Dad, what does she have? <laughs> so it's funny, you guys. You're more like from the up uh-huh. world. Like yeah. You're, you're more from there, so you have you have that going on. Yeah. But I would imagine that like you probably recognize you, like your soul recognizes her boyfriend, and that's why you were like, I need you guys too. Oh, wow. you know, guys. that's not the first time that I've hooked people up and they've been successful. Really? So I have my own gifts, Nikki. Oh, well. <laughs> but so if you could which I think your... are blocked by my own shit at the moment. Right. Like by my own like inability to like I'm I can I can I could do that and be like, I think that would work when I was in more of a place of like. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling satisfied. Mm-hmm. You're up leveling though too. Yeah, for sure. So that's it's, the thing. All the things around me and in my brain are just like yeah. so different than they were like a month ago around this yeah. specific subject. Because I think you're also, like a new skin. Yeah, and like I'm not storyboarding anymore. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, like things that weren't obviously aligned, I was like making stories about yeah. them. We call that advanced storyboarding when you like meet somebody and you're just like planning, you know, the oh, vacation yeah. from four months from now, I like love right that. after. I, I call that monogramming yeah. in your head. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, this is kind of dramatic and weird, but like he's just working this out. And like when this is worked out, then like this, it's just like I'm putting all these pieces together. It's like, no, bitch, stop. And, and I think like I have a lot of clients that do that too, where we kind of something that seems extraordinary shows up and like we decide like oh this is so weird how this happened it must mean something oh okay so I just had that where I thought this must mean something but what I realized is that the thing the lesson gleaned from the thing wasn't what I thought it would be Mm. and that's what I think you need to stay open to is like that might be true like me running into that person I'm not gonna say his name but I ran into him like, fucking 10 times. And I was like, okay, universe, I get it. You want me to fuck this guy? Like, literally, like, I feel like I, I was getting, to fuck you. I was like, I feel like you're beating me over the head with this guy. You know what I mean? And then I went and I like, allowed it. We started hooking up. But there were so many things that were like not right about that. Mm-hmm. And 
But what he was was this person who allowed me to speak up for the first time. Right. In a long time where I was like, you know what? You didn't text me back or respond to a direct message. And like, I'm not even mad at you. But like, I just have to tell you that it hurt my feelings. And in being honest with him, that's literally what made us like stop hooking up. But it's also the thing that rises you to the next level. And I felt so good. I was like, okay, saying this I know is going to make this situation as it is end, but that's okay because I feel like I just learned how to be in my power. Mm -hmm. Mm. And that's like we we need you to rise up there, right, to meet that that person. So that's part of the stuff. I think that's also why breakups really hurt sometimes because we meet these people. That person I was telling you about the with a blog or whatever, in my head I had made this story that like we're going to get married Mm -hmm. just because it felt very significant. And it wasn't even like a long relationship. It was just like a year and a half. But it was very significant. I was a publicist before and I wanted to do something (laughs) creative. And he was a musician and he made it like very easy for me to, he started the block for me. Like he made it so easy for me to feel comfortable being a writer. And Mm -hmm. so shit, Nikki, isn't that significant enough? Yeah, that's almost better. Exactly. Like why am I trying to force that? You know, but my brain was, my brain was really like, it was like a trauma because my brain was like, no, this was supposed to last forever. And that's not. And you like made it worse for yourself because of your pre-existing idea. Exactly. So, and we do that in big ways and in small ways, you know, like just kind of when, when things happen that are weird that we're like, oh my God, like the way that that happened, like we haven't talked and he reached out and like, oh my God. And we bumped into each other. Things like that are happening all the time. We're just not awake to it. Like Mm -hmm. the universe is doing crazy shit all day long, all the time, Mm -hmm. but we just want to see. So really doing our best to not to to be present, to accept it, to be like, this is beautiful. I'm enjoying this right now. I don't know where this is going, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for it, whatever. And doing our best to not assign the stories because that's like where we start. That is what it means to control. Like that's what we're doing. Like controlling what I want this to be. Yeah. And that messes with us. Do you think that a way to like make space energetically or what are your tips for doing that? Like for, for then setting new boundaries for oneself. Okay, so I think, um, so my first really step is, and I talk about this in the book, is is making sure that you know how you want to feel in a relationship. Yeah. So we do that whole like perfect man checklist thing that a lot of people do or perfect woman checklist thing. But this is more about like, you know, how do I want to feel? And some of the things is like, I maybe I want to feel secure. I want to feel taken care of. I want to feel, and that usually comes from like understanding, like, I don't want to plan everything. Okay, so when you're, when you're not planning things, how do you feel? And it's like, well, I feel... Um, taken care of let's say like I feel um, secure I feel you know maybe you're saying like I want somebody who's tall because whatever that makes why why do you want somebody's tall well I want somebody who's tall because it makes me feel feminine because I can't reach things at the top of the hammer <laughs> and I need someone who can <laughs> well I think it's I think it's also like because you want to feel feminine totally, I think you yeah. want to feel like small I remember like dating this guy who was taller than me but like for sure his if I put on his jeans they wouldn't have fit me bird bone like, there you know and I was like this is not like I don't feel sexy yeah there you know yeah. what I mean so if I would have just said like I want somebody who's tall like I would have been screwed so it's really coming from that feeling place is is different it's like kind of bro- I want someone who's thick yeah it's like bro- <laughs> then you can go somewhere but how do I want to feel right? right so like if okay so then once you realize okay one of the things is I want to feel taken care of mm-hmm. let's say like that's your thing then you gotta you have to look look out for that you know you have to be like well, this person doesn't make me and you of course we have to give people tries because we don't know but like after the first date you can or for a second date you can be like I don't I, I didn't feel that way mm-hmm. and and also like am I getting in the way of not letting the person and we are am I getting in the way like we do that so subtly like mm. I don't know, in my hometown grocery store, like, they'll offer to take your cart out to, for you in the car, right? Like, and I'll always say, like, even though Publix. I need the help. Publix, thank you. Hello. Even though, like, even though I need, I have, like, two kids on my arms, and, like, I'll be like, no, I don't need it. Like, I don't, you know, like, we constantly get in the way of what are people. So, right. so like, am I kind of really, and I think it's important to do that in all of your lives. Because yeah. w- what you do, you know, one place is how, you know, like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So, kind of realizing like am I receiving if somebody offers to buy me a cup of coffee like do I say yes if somebody offers to pay for my breakfast do I say yes or am I getting in the way so even if you're not interested in that person just allowing people to show up essentially exactly even if it's a non-romantic situation it's still it's showing kind of the standards that you're setting for a potential relationship yes I see and And you're not putting up the block like I what you're saying is hitting me so hard and I think it hits a lot of women because we're like, we're self-sufficient. Well, that's it's like, well, how are you creating space for someone to be in your life if you think you can just do everything yourself? A hundred percent. And like, you know, like there's places for that. 
you know, like if at work that's how you show up because you need to show up like that, fine. But right. like, is that, do you want to be dating your boss? Like probably not. You right. know what I mean? Like you want another environment at home, right? Or like in your personal life. So making sure that you are creating like the space for that. In a lot of people get like a little, um, like a little messed up here because they identify with being a leader or they identify with being Mm self-sufficient. So if I take that away from you, it's like, who am I? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're used to being like the leader in your friends or the leader in your, you're like, well, I have to be, but then you're really miserable in your relationships all the time because you're constantly trying to tell the person what to do and the person doesn't do anything. So you have to be able to allow yourself to have a different identity, like to not identify so much. But I find like, okay, I want someone who's able to make me feel like I like they're in control and that they're powerful, but without having to diminish my own power. Like I find that to be a thing where like a lot of men can't handle like if I'm being bossy or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like fucking, well, then you're too weak. Well, I mean, but you have to believe that someone is strong. That's something that that exists out there. hundred percent. And believe that because we, we always think that it's like one way or the other. Like what if there was a guy who was, I mean, my husband is like, and this is the divine masculine. Like, that's what, like, we talk. Yeah. When we were talking about masculine and feminine and how, how things are getting, you know, that things are shifting. We know what masculine is, old school masculine, which is not the divine masculine. And then we know what feminine is, but, like, that's oppressive, like, mm-hmm. femininity, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. we're talking about, like, if I'm in my divine feminine and then the divine masculine, like, that's, like, what is the divine masculine, right? It's like somebody, they're providers. Like, they like to do that. Not, and that doesn't mean financially, but they like to be able to, to do something they like to that's where they feel masculine Mm -hmm. um but that doesn't mean that they don't want to be with like a powerful woman and we have to just believe that that exists and i Mm -hmm. think that's where you're getting to yeah so like believing that and you can do that by you can do that by like if you have friends or even like people that you know who are in relationships like that even if it's like something that you're not attracted to but remembering like look that guy's like that like those people exist Mm -hmm. because your brain has to be able to believe that there's this other possibility that maybe you haven't seen yet. And that seems like where you're trying to, and that's why the feelings of the feelings list is basically we do that in order to like create this person and like believe that this person exists because right now we're just functioning over maybe like who our parents were in a relationship or who we've dated, but there's so many other variations out there. I love that feeling of surprise of just even just, meeting someone that even if you wouldn't date them just knowing a person like that exists exactly you're like, oh i haven't met everybody yeah i don't know everyone in the world exactly. like yes. i am able to be surprised because there's billions of people on this planet yes and there's variations mm-hmm. of people like just because i'm sure you know me and my me and your boyfriend have a lot in common but like just because we're from the same place and we have we say words the same way <laughs> there's there's so many variations between the two of us sure. right but like we think like you know we've been joking about musicians but like the truth is there's tons of different types of musicians so like yeah i'm sure some of them are classical exactly and good husbands modern and, yeah, exactly. thank you <laughs> but, r&b but like <laughs> d'angelo <laughs> there was like major r&b playing downstairs in the lobby and i was like what this oh, is nice. like, it was like sex music sexual Welcome. i love that <laughs> My high school boyfriend made me a Casey and JoJo mix. Of course. <laughs> it's all possible. Yeah. Energetically. Nikki, we love you so much. I know, we could talk We're forever. just such fans of your work and how you're doing it. It feels like such a unique offering in this space. It's very amazing. Uh, tell our listeners where they can find you. And I know you have online courses and whatnot. Yeah, I have a lot. So you can go to NikkiNovo.com. My name N-I-K-K-I. is... Yeah, N-O-V-O, not Nova, which is the porn star. There's a oh, very cool. por- famous porn star. Wow, how Nova. fun for you. <laughs> so, um, and then I'm very active on Instagram. But at Nikki Novo, you can either book a session or join one of my groups where we do a lot of the healing work and like really get you ready for for love, actually get there. Amazing. And the book is called... Oh, thank you. The Final Swipe. The Final Swipe. And it's on Amazon. Yes. That's yes. a great Where start. all great books live. I love it. Thank you so much, <laughs> Thanks Nikki. Thanks so much, Nikki. Thanks for having me. Okay, what a great chat. Oh, please, goddess, deliver me someone I can rely on. Yes, honey. <laughs> oh, Steph, that person's you. <laughs> Fuck you, higher self. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I saw a guy that I used to sleep with the other day, and he was like, you know, you, um, he's like, you really seem like whole. I was like, ew, what? He said, like, you just seem like a whole version of yourself. I was like, 
okay. That's like the equivalent of someone being like, you look healthy. Yeah, I'm like, so I'm <laughs> fucking huge. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, gets really close to my face and he's like, why aren't you? He's like, what's wrong? Why aren't you? Like, you're not, I'm like, I'm not hiding anything from you. He's like, there's something you're not telling me. I'm like, I'm just not giving you like a flirtatious read back. And so it's making you uncomfortable. Because I'm whole, bitch. Because like, I don't need none of your pieces of your pie. It was so weird. Hilarious. Ugh. Well, I have two fun things to note. Tell me. Okay, one. So we, as you know, we mentioned last week, we are going to be at June 8th at the Standard Hotel in LA in anticipation of Pride. Yes. With It Gets Better. It's one of our favorite organizations benefiting LGBTQ youth mm-hmm. around the globe. Yep. And it's a really fun party. We've got uh, a lot of fun surprises happening there. We're on the co-host committee. Tickets start at $55. That's the early bird special. Um, And we hope to see you there. It was so fun last year, and it goes to a great cause. And, like, everyone knows Pride, Sunset Boulevard, Pride Weekend is just a whole experience within itself. It's the place to be, guys. So So fun. We'll see you there. Yay. What's the other one? Tell us. Our first summer live show has been announced. We're coming to Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. First timers. Never thought I'd be excited about that. Well, I've been to Phoenix before. No, I mean first time. Have you been to Phoenix before? Yeah. I think I went with you. Did you? We've been together. No. Why would we Is it to- Dove Mountain? Oh, it's close. Close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. drove through. Oh, that's true, true, true. But true, we're true. about to come through again. We've got a live show. We've got ticket link in our Instagram bio. And uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. July 25th. Guest TBD. All of it's TBD, but we're going to be there. We've got plenty of time to figure it out. And we can't wait to see all of you. Yay. I love this. Okay. Well, thank you so much to Nikki Novo. Thank you to Sagely Naturals. Thank you to Daily Harvest. Thank you to you, Elizabeth Cott. Um, Thank you to Michelle. And we're in a new studio here cute. at Dear Media. Cute, it's cute. pretty exciting. Shit is expanding, motherfuckers. Expansive. I love it. All right. Um, namaste listening. We will talk to you guys next week. And uh, feel free to leave us a little review on iTunes. And let us know about the Rose and Thorns Please thing. Please do. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.